0: Oh my god, yes, the scenes in Reno, Nevada, right now. The Wolfpack won two, straight after starting the season 0 and six. They were looking like one of the worst teams in all of college football. And then, whoa, hello, they shut out San Diego State on the road six to zero. That has Big Ten West written all over it. Uh, and then beat the New Mexico Lobos in Reno by 10. You know, I, I think the Wolfpack losing that big rivalry game a few weeks ago to UNLV really lit a fire under their ass and you just gotta say you love to see it and uh with that hello and welcome to the FBS 134 campus tour podcast where we talk about all 134 teams in the FBS from Alabama to the Zips uh let's uh introduce ourselves first off you know this is uh Your resident sicko, Jack, and thank you again for joining us. Uh, With us, as always, you have our band man, Ian. Ian, why don't you give us a little fun fact about this uh, Nevada Wolfpack fight song we just heard.
1: Hey, how's everybody doing? Uh, Well, a fun fact about this fight song is uh, it's only 38 seconds. Unlike, Unlike most fight songs that have the verse, then the tagline, then the verse, this fight song stops at the tagline. Which is awesome because it really probably pumps the suits up a lot more. It's a lot easier to
0: chant. Yeah, I'm pretty sure when you're just blacked out, pissed, drunk from, what do you, what do they even drink in Reno? Honestly, wolf piss. Yeah, that that's Jesus Christ. Yeah, uh, that's probably what's what's for the best. And hey, speaking of wolf wolf piss, we have a uh, wolf pack wolf piss. That's actually brilliant. <laughs> that sounds great. Uh, of bad. course, Brandon joining us uh, today. Do you have any fun fact about the Wolf Pack and slash or Wolf Piss, Brandon? <laughs> I actually have two fun facts.
2: Neither of which relate to Wolf Piss. The first oh, one is they are the only Wolf Pack in the FBS. The other Wolf Pack um, would be NC State, but that's one word. This is Wolf Space Pack. Um, the other fun fact we have, and speaking about speaking of you know pumping up the students. Before every game, the students chant uh, a poem from Rudyard Kipling's The Jungle Book called The Law of the Jungle, and that's for all football and basketball
0: games, which is pretty darn cool. They recite a poem. That's very, like, cultured and artsy over there in Reno. I did not see that coming. Wolfpist will do some strange things to you. They'll do some strange things to us all. You know, I spent a winter in Reno drinking nothing but Wolf P.S. Go Wolf Pat, baby. Go Wolf Pat. All right.
3: Maybe that's Reno.
0: (laughs) What was was that one show? What was it? Uh, Reno Reno
2: 911.
0: Oh, my God, dude. That was such a good program. All right. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of old shows, uh, we had a pretty good uh, old week. That was a terrible segue. I'm just, I'm just, I'm so sorry. All right, we're going to talk about a previous week recap and pretend that that awful attempt at a segue never ever happened. Uh, Brandon, why don't you lead us off here? What was the one thing from last week's action that really caught your eye?
2: I'm just going to quickly touch on Miami's um, poor to terrible performance. I think we kind of saw it coming. Um, it seems like every game for ha- for Miami at this point is a hangover. They had to go into overtime against a not so good Virginia, and they luckily, you know, pulled it out. But Really just not very good football being played
0: down there. You called that, by the way, in last week's episode. You said that Miami is just not good. And remember, you know, everyone listening here, that Brandon is uh, Miami Hurricane adjacent. So, you know, he supports the Canes. So that must have been hard to say and then even harder to see. Was it not? It was tough. It was tough.
2: But, you know, maybe we'll we'll go bowling at least. So there's that. (laughs) We'll We'll
1: see. Very brave of you brand making the journey to back to back to reality.
0: <laughs> um, it's been a long time since 2001. So, Oh man. Hey, they had that one good year a few years ago and then, you know, pit happened like we mentioned. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I'm going to go the opposite for, for my, my previous week, major storyline. Um, Brandon's talking about a team that started off. Well, I guess, question mark. Honestly, Miami's lone good win is against Miami of Ohio. By the way, just nice. Yeah, just saying it. It's true because the, the man, Miami of Ohio looks good, damn good, especially after that big win last week. Um, okay, I'm getting distracted here. I want to talk about teams, unlike Miami, that have actually improved as the season goes on, and and these are teams that that boys. I mean, listen, we we try to be positive here, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, try to be as positive as can be. I mean, we're FAU fans for fuck's sake. You know, we're, we're, we know what it's like to be down in your luck. But these teams have really turned it around. Uh, Ian, you've been talking about K-State all season long. You've been a believer. I laughed in your face. I mean, they, they are now very much in play to go to the Big 12 championship game. They're one team that's improved week over week. Iowa State is another team in the Big 12 that we've been talking about. Started off... Really poorly, they're a super young team. I mean, they have all these off the field issues, and they have now played their way to position to possibly play in the Big 12 championship game. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma State was just keeping the Big 12. I mean, this is, this is probably the best conference, at least most entertaining, I think, in college ball right now. Um, Oklahoma State, the exact same thing. They got dog walked at home by South Alabama, who's going to finish, what, fourth in the Sun Belt West? You know, um, they're now in the driver's seat. And honestly, I think they beat Oklahoma in Bedlam this week. We'll talk about that. Uh, Arizona, much improved. Northern Illinois, a team that both of y'all were on earlier in the year, much improved. Buffalo, Nebraska, Northwestern, Virginia Tech. I just got to give credit when credit is due. We have dunked on all these teams. Okay, let me me rephrase. I have dunked on all of these teams. (laughs) (laughs) Because, Ian, you've been a believer in K-State. Uh, so on and so forth. I, but these teams, I mean, they can go bowling if they're not. I mean, K-State, Iowa State, Oklahoma State, certainly bowling. Nebraska can do it. Northwestern, with everything that happened off the field, can go bowling. Virginia Tech, with the awful, awful start they had, are two games away from bowling. Yeah, I think this is great. I think this is one of the things, one of the many things, that makes college football the best sport in the world. Absolutely.
1: It would be tremendous if every team on this list went bowling. I think it, it, I think uh, at least eighty percent of them can.
0: What's what's the team you're highest on? Ian? Out of, out of I know I listed so much, but I remember earlier you were talking about Arizona. Is that the team you're probably highest on?
1: Well, you know it's funny you say Arizona, Jack, because yes, it is the team I'm highest on in this list. That's that's not Kansas State, obviously. That was actually going to be my previous week recap everybody, was uh, how, good, how, how good of a job Jed Fish is doing at Arizona over the last two years. He took them bowling last year, I think. And um, they just had a couple of really high-profile wins against the Cougs and the beeves.
3: And now they're playing the tough teams. Uh,
1: but, yeah, I mean, honestly, every team on this list can go bowling, even Northwestern, which really surprises me. But probably Kansas State and Arizona. Oklahoma State is really surprisingly. They're 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 really coming into gear.
0: Yeah, and they got a really good one coming up this weekend with uh, Oklahoma, one of the best rivalry games. And and you're absolutely right about the Cats. I mean, they dog walked Washington State a couple weeks ago in Pullman, Washington. Uh, They came back home to Tucson, put on a show against Oregon State and that great defense that the Beavs have. Remember, they only lost to Washington by what was it, seven points, they lost to USC in overtime, I I think Arizona is very legit, and they don't get enough respect. And I think, I'm just going to say this right now, I think Arizona will show that they demand respect when they beat UCLA this upcoming weekend.
1: Bold statement. Yeah. I'm not going to disagree, but it's a bold statement.
0: No, I love it. All right, so we're going to start talking uh, our next segment here. Which is going to be our transfer portal segment? So, if you're listening for the first time, um, you're probably thinking, "What the what? What transfer portal? We know that. We know that everyone's on it. Colorado, Florida State, everyone but Clemson. Yeah, sucks to suck, dabo. I bet you regret that now, don't you? Oh wait, real quick. Did you already said that that Clemson has a nil, a name, image, and likeness, not for their players, but for but for God or Christ or something? Did you guys catch? I heard, that? I heard that.
2: Who says
0: that?
2: Uh, I don't. Also, I, I, a, a student recently asked him, or uh, uh, a reporter, I think it was a student reporter, asked, why are we paying you so much to go four and four? And he just said that the person who asked the question is part of the problem and that they should apply for his job. Why don't should apply to coach at Liberty?
3: Just do that. <laughs> he'll be is, a great fit. Is Liberty coaching hell?
0: I mean, not right now. They got uh what's his name from uh Coastal Carolina?
2: Jamie Chadwell. Jamie Chadwell.
0: I mean, and Liberty's is definitely the best team in conference, USA. They are the only team left in the nation that's undefeated and not ranked, and that's such bullshit. That is such bullshit. Rank Liberty, you cowards.
3: Mm-hmm. All right.
0: Uh, sorry, sidetrack. Transfer Portal. Uh what team are we leaving? what team are we going to think of like buying and selling a stock practically? Uh, Brandon, lead us off here. What team are you leaving? Where are you going?
2: I am leaving Oklahoma. Um, They're having a really, really fine season, but they lost to quote unquote backup quarterback, Jason Bean and the fighting Jayhawks of Kansas. I, I, he's Jason Bean is not a backup anymore. He has to be considered a starter. Um, but, yeah, they lost. I don't know if they have the momentum going forward, so I'm leaving Oklahoma, and I'm going to Louisville, who shut out a pretty good Duke team. I I think Louisville might have what it takes.
3: Hate to agree with you about Louisville, but
1: they did shut out my Duke team, and if if they can do that, they, they totally shut them down offensively. The uh, Duke defense held them to field goals, if anybody watched the game. But the offense just couldn't get anything going. This Louisville team is good. Yeah. I, I mean, I didn't really pay much attention to them because, as we've been saying for the last few weeks, they've had the, the inside track with their schedule. And it didn't really matter how good they were if they could beat the mid-teams in the conference. But turns out they're pretty good.
0: Yeah, oh uh, what what Jeff Brom is doing um back at Louisville is great to see. Uh Jack Plummer, the quarterback. I mean, he's he's freaking slinging it, dude. Uh and, you know, we we talked about with with the injury issues with with Leonard um for for Duke, Duke's quarterback. He did not look 100% against Florida State 2 weeks ago. Still did not look great um on the road again against Louisville and, and uh, this is a theme and it's a theme for a reason. When teams play back-to-back road games, they're going to lay eggs. The- these are 18- these are to 23-year-old kids. They're not professionals. This is what's going to happen. You play two road games in a span of six, seven days. That second one is going to be brutal. And I, we saw that again in Louisville because I think Duke is better than what that scoreline says. Um, but I think it does prove that, that Louisville is very much a legitimate team. So, Brandon, I think that's a great transfer um, all the way. Oklahoma's got some issues. They got some issues. I mean, they were in the driver's seat, and now, I mean, again, they're going to Stillwater to play the, uh, the Cowboys, the Oklahoma State Cowboys in one of the best rival games in the country. Oof, One more loss, it could be done. Uh, Ian, uh, explain to us, where are you transferring from and where are you transferring to?
1: Ooh, for my pick this time around, for my transfer portal pick, I'm going to the big bad Big Ten that we don't like to talk about. <laughs> i'm, I'm oh. specifically going to the big 10 west everyone's favorite division where none of the teams are really really good but all the teams are more than mid more than mid that's brilliant yeah and i am shipping my favorite i am going from wisconsin where i thought luke fickle was going to run the dairy raid and have a lot of success but one broken hand and one uh you know, mid miss later. Um, it's time to jump ship and we're going to the new the new number one, my former favorite in this conference, row the boat, Minnesota, the Golden Gophers. They are currently first and they have a manageable schedule to
3: close out the year.
1: I, had I, mean, to hold up, I apologize. No,
3: um,
0: so had that big win over Iowa. I mean, some say that win over Iowa is fraudulent and some me um yeah I mean I I think I think that's an interesting pick there with Minnesota they have it in their hands for sure because they have that tiebreaker
1: it's a bold statement to say that's a that's a big win I
0: mean it it, I mean it it was I mean I think it was a bold statement to say that that was a fair catch call and I think the refs have absolutely no right in calling that one teeny tiny little wave that he did when he's trying to tell his his players to move away from the ball is a fair catch call it's a joke
1: I agree. But what I do know is that they have a very manageable schedule down the end of the stretch, save one game. The big fat Ohio State game right in the middle there. Which is which is their pickup game before the Michigan game. The game. And Minnesota might might not make it so easy for them. I see I see a bowl. I see a conference championship challenge, maybe. Uh, you know, if they if they don't lose, they play Illinois, Purdue, and Wisconsin. How about that? Battle for Paul Bunyan's axe.
0: Yeah, easy wins. That last game against Wisconsin, again, another great rivalry will be a good one. Um both Minnesota and Wisconsin are sitting at five and three. And I think if it wasn't for the other, then they would be the most fraudulent five and three team in the country. Actually scratch that. Nebraska is also five and three, fraudulent. The Big Ten West is so bad. There's it's so bad. How did we lose to Illinois?
1: I know it's all just pretty
3: like slightly above mid. In that
0: a, needs to be your, your tagline. That's brilliant.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll say it every day. Let's make it into a soundbite.
0: Already, already got it clipped my friend. Um, we're going to move on real quick. I'm just going to transfer from Duke. We kind of highlighted this earlier. That's not me dunking on Duke at all. I think it like, like I said earlier, um, The scoreline wasn't really indicative of of how good I think Duke is. I think Duke is is a great team. But, but I'm going to be not talking about just the program this year. I'm going to be talking about a program that I think is on the rise um, just overall. And that's actually Charlotte, UNC Charlotte. Uh, I was at the FAU at Charlotte game on Friday. And, guys, I got to tell you, that campus, first off, beautiful. Um, fan base, very impressed. Uh, and the facilities there, you got to be kidding. I mean, better baseball stadium than FAU, better softball stadium than FAU. Football stadium is a push. Uh, better, better tennis facilities, like everything else. Basketball arena, I mean, the whole nine yards. Like, Like Charlotte is very, very impressive. You look at Duke, I mean, this is going to be their best football season that they're going to have. Will Mike Elko remain? I mean, yeah, he just signed a big contract, but, I mean, there's going to be a lot of big-name programs probably asking around, like Texas A&M, I guess Michigan State, I guess you'd call it yeah. a, a big-name big program, you know? Um, so, I, I mean, shoot. I mean, what happens if, if Florida fires uh, Napier after? I mean, because Brandon and I were talking about this earlier. Florida might not win another game the rest of the year. They might not go bowling. They might no. not go bowling, and then their schedule next year is an
2: absolute gauntlet. They have all their conference games. Then I think they have FSU, UCF, and Miami.
0: Yeah. Oh, I love that. Oh, I love those in-state rivalry games, man. Oh, that's so great for the, for the sport. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm thinking Duke is just as good as the football team is going to get. The basketball team is already at the pinnacle of the sport. So, so Duke really can't get any higher. While while I think the sky is the limit for Charlotte, that's why I'm going to be transferring from the Blue Devils to become a 49er. So, oof, I know. Weird one. Really weird one, especially after we dog walked Charlotte on Friday night. Uh, fun game, though. Fun game to be at. So, we're going to start talking about this week's action. Um, and we're going to do something different here, folks. So, follow along with us. You know that we normally... Talk about what our game of the week is going to be, conference by conference. Sometimes we agree with one another. Sometimes we don't. There's a lot of shenanigans. It's a good time. We thought that we could just do that, but on steroids, okay? Now, we're still going to talk about the game of the week, but we actually made a consensus what our game of the week is going to be within each conference. But then after that, we're going to go one by one and talk about who we think will be the, uh, the conference championship matchup. What will be the conference championship matchup in each and every conference? Okay. So uh, we're going to start as we do with the ACC. Uh, Ian, as the resident ACC stan, uh, can you go ahead and let us know what our consensus game of the week is? And then talk about your ACC championship game pick. We just want this on the record. We just want it on the record. Oh, yeah, of
1: course, of course. Happy to, happy to stake my opinions on the record. If anybody follows me on the socials, uh, you would see all my opinions are public anyway. But we had a bevy of games to pick from, including a get-back game for Duke, I think, on, on Thursday against Wake. Uh, Notre Dame is playing Clemson. That one would be pretty good if Clemson wasn't 4-4, four and, four, and Notre Dame didn't have two losses,
0: unfortunately and And probably the most talent rich game. We, I think I think we should say that. There's definitely the most talent on that field um at Notre Dame and Clemson. Pardon me for interrupting. Of course, of course. Uh, and yeah,
1: you would you would be right. Um but I have to go with a maybe resurgent Virginia Tech versus Louisville. Louisville, we've all been high on. They, they have a very easy schedule. We've been saying it all year. They've been expected to win most every game, and they've won most every game. If they win out from here, we think they're in the conference championship game, and that's a perfect way to segue into my pick for the ACC championship. Uh, it's, it's Florida State, the heavy favorite, my team, uh, one of them, against... Uh, probably Louisville at this point. It would be Louisville. Unfortunately for Duke, it was a winnable game, and they didn't. And they didn't. They didn't win. The defense helped them, but the offense just couldn't get anything going.
0: So it's Louisville. They look. They look like that team. And and real quick, Brandon, before before you talk about your pick, I just want to say that we all kind of think it's Virginia Tech at Louisville for this week's game of the week, if you will, in the ACC because that very reason, Virginia Tech. Um, is on the rise, and this might be Louisville's toughest game of the year. I mean, yeah, they have to play Miami, um, but, I mean, uh, again, we try Ooh. to be popular, but, I mean, at Miami, I mean, I just don't see it happening. And they're going to host Kentucky. That's going to be a great, great game. But if if that game was in Lexington, maybe different story at Louisville, Cards should win that one easily.
1: I think so. I think I think this is their year. Kentucky hasn't had a bad season.
0: No, not at all, not at all. Although they fucked us against UGA, so uh, Brandon, real quick, what is your ACC championship uh, pick here? Where who are you going with? I got the same matchup. I got the Knowles against
2: the uh, the Cardinals. There, I mean, they're, they're just they both appear to be the class of the conference, consistently blowing teams out, um, and then when it is close, finding really, really
0: great ways to win
2: with their predominant playmakers. Um, so FSU Louisville.
0: Yeah, it's just really cool to see that the Cards were the one team to kind of rise through all of the all the mucky muck, I guess you could say. Um, that was in the ACC about a month ago. We had Duke, North Carolina, Syracuse. I was high on Syracuse. Fine, dunk on me. I don't care. Uh, Miami, Georgia Tech was there, thereabouts. Um, who else was there, guys? I'm trying to think. There's
3: one more team, right? Where's everybody.
0: Hmm. You, yeah, you, I guess said, do, do? Sure the state was up there. Yeah. So good to see Louisville, and I agree. I think that their schedule, compared to all the other teams, is very favorable. Um, so I, I'm agreeing with you all. It's going to be Noel's cards, and that's going to be great to see. Let's head over to the American Conference. Uh, Brandon, do you want to talk about our consensus game of the week?
2: Our consensus game of the week this week for the American is the SMU Mustangs at the Rice Owls. Who would have thought that with Tanner Mordecai leaving SMU, they would upgrade at quarterback with Preston Stone? He has been absolutely lights out. They beat teams by what feels like is 100 points. Um, And most of their transfers have come from the University of Miami and are playing very very well as well. Jalen Knighton really taken off. Um, but Rice, look, Rice is not your your granddaddy's Rice. They got JT Daniels tossing, tossing the pigskin to none other than Luke McCaffrey, who has 41 receptions for 692 yards through eight games and eight touchdowns. Um, it's going to be a pretty good game. Um, it's on ESPN UN 730 on Saturday.
0: Great game. Uh, I love that you also mentioned McCaffrey because obviously – Um, JT Daniels is getting a lot of the hype But McCaffrey, yes uh, Same family as uh, McCaffrey Let's go 49ers Uh, Yeah, great game This might be SMU's last True test I mean, it's on the road They are going to play Tulane, obviously We know that's going to be a great one But uh, big, big test There's also FAU at UAB UTSA at North Texas And South Florida at Memphis Those are a few other games that we kind of we're thinking about all of those are at three o'clock by the way so um some great action in the american but brandon what who do you have in the american uh championship game
2: so smu is the first half of my american championship the second half is going to be tulane you know reigning conference champs i believe they won a piece um in new year's six bowl last year Tulane, and with Michael Pratt tossing the pigskin again, they look really good, really locked in. And Tulane-SMU would be probably one of the best conference championships uh, of
3: Championship Saturday there. Ian, where are you in the
0: American, uh, your championship picks?
1: I would, fortunately, I think, have to agree with Brand's picks of Tulane and SMU. I was thinking for a little while it might be Memphis against SMU to rematch against Tulane, like instead of SMU. But SMU has really impressed me these last couple weeks. And I don't know if anybody on their schedule is gonna stop them. They have pretty uh, Memphis might, but I feel like if they beat Rice, they could beat Memphis. They could take that momentum. they've been they've been scoring, scoring, scoring.
0: Yeah, they they look pretty scary right now. Um, I have to say something. I actually just made a mistake, so please forgive me. I I read my stats here incorrectly. SMU does not play Tulane uh, later this year. They play at Memphis. And because of that, uh, I think SMU is actually going to struggle in Houston against uh, this Rice Owls team who should not be slept on. I think it's a great game. And then I think SMU goes to Memphis and loses that one. Now, if that game was happening in Dallas – At SMU, I think the the Mustangs pull away, but the Tigers have been playing great at at home. I think that the American Conference Championship game is going to be between Memphis and UTSA, and that's because I believe that those those two teams probably have the easiest pathway forward in the American Conference. Um, Memphis is going to be hosting USF, goes to at Charlotte, and then um, they, they host SMU, obviously that's the big one, then go, uh, goes to Philadelphia to play Temple. I mean, those are, especially the Charlotte-Temple game, wow, so easy. UTSA, obviously they have a big rivalry game in Denton against North Texas, but then they then host Rice, host USF, and they then go to New Orleans to play Tulane. Um, so I I'm going to go different from you guys. And I think that SMU and Tulane are the real deal. I think if if the Green Wave had Michael Pratt when they played Ole Miss earlier in the year, I think that they actually beat Lane Kiffin and the the Rebels from Oxford 100%. 100% yeah, they played real well that game without him. They so so well and again, that's not that's not a slight on the Rebels at all because I think we're all pretty high on them. They're one of the best teams in the nation if not, you know, the SEC West um see so yeah, i i just i don't know i i i see SME really struggling and i and i know they just won 69 to 10 after beating rice 55 to 0 <laughs> i'm sorry after beating temple uh 55 to 0 but uh, man i don't know i don't know i just gotta go elsewhere boys i'm so sorry and it does pain me to say because fau is, is still in, in that race um fau is one of the couple teams here that's that's there thereabouts. Um I, yeah. I see losing to UTSA, uh, and that's what's obviously going to help UTSA. Oh, I'm sorry, UTSA already beat us. What the frick am I doing, guys? I think I'm still hungover from Friday. You're on on your rant,
3: that's what we're doing. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, but I do think that FAU can beat Tulane. That game will be in Boca. Obviously, Michael Pratt, uh, Tulane quarterback, is from Boca Raton, so he will have a lot of fans and and family there. But I think that's one that FAU can actually nip in the bud all right let's uh let's go over to the big 12 a conference that we've been talking about earlier um many many times on this pod especially especially today and we're going to talk about them a lot more because this conference is so good <laughs> and the race for the conference championship game is probably i think the most entertaining storyline Coming up to the second half of the season. That said, our game of the week—and there's a lot of good ones. It's going to be K-State at Texas. Uh, we did debate this one pretty, pretty hard. Uh, but Texas without their quarterback—we're uh, going to see the the game is going to be in Austin. But K-State does look good. Of course, you also have Oklahoma at Oklahoma State and Kansas at Iowa State. Those are the those are the top six teams in the entire conference, and they're all playing someone within that top six. I think that's great. I think the race, to the Big 12 championship game truly, truly begins this weekend with K-State at Texas. Uh, and that being said, uh, my pick here uh, for the Big 12 championship game is going to be a team that's not even playing. A- the team, I'm sorry, a team that we didn't even mention here in K-State K- in Texas. I'm going Kansas against Oklahoma State. I, I think KU I mean, we are talking about Bean earlier. I, I, I still think that um, Jalen Daniels is a better quarterback than Bean. I mean, you got to remember that we saw Bean when he was at North Texas. He was yeah. a transfer. But I, I think Kansas, they have, they have the right games at home. Oklahoma State has the right games at home. I think there's going to be a lot of big letdowns, letdown spots, um, and, and home teams winning games. I think BYU is going to have a say. They're going to have a couple upset wins in Provo at home. In the next couple of weeks, so uh, because of that, I got Ku going against uh, going against the Cowpokes. Is that is that a little bit crazy? Like is, weeks, ago, weeks ago, we were saying it's Texas Oklahoma, right? I don't know anymore, man.
2: Let me let me let me, let me piggyback off of that because yeah. I, I have this, I have the same pick, I have the Let's same go. pick, and Let's I think go. it's hilarious because Kansas has two starting quarterbacks and Oklahoma yeah. State has three backup quarterbacks, so.
1: I think you guys are out of your mind oh bring it bring who do you got then eh well i uh actually don't have oklahoma so i agree with you there they have a very easy schedule and i think they'll they'll probably lose one more and but i i, I have texas because i don't think they lose one more are you are you serious i mean after after this week when kansas state beats them
0: of yes course. Yeah, no, no. I think they're going to win this weekend, but Texas is, Texas is going to lose to Iowa State.
2: I'll, it, I'll say this. I, I don't know what Texas' record is going to be for the remainder of the year, but I honestly think, and I've thought this since you know spring ball, Malik Murphy is the best quarterback on that roster. You will call me crazy, but he is the best quarterback on that roster. So why didn't you pick Texas then? Um. Because I, I I like my quarterback matchup of Oklahoma State Kansas with the two starters versus three backups.
0: <laughs> no, that is. Funny. But I mean, Ian, sure. come on! No one goes to Ames, fucking Iowa, Ames, fucking Iowa, to to defeat the Cyclones, and I, and I don't think this this most talented backup that Brandon's talking about the, the number <laughs> two guy. Over there in Austin is going to stand a chance against that Cyclone fan base and Cyclone defense. But, but I mean, continue on, continue on, and we can make a little side bet on this, my friend, if you want. But continue on here. State. state, Go ahead. No, I'm no, I'm saying state state your piece. Keep keep fighting the good fight. What why why?
1: why? I was I was going to say I cannot believe you are making me look up Iowa State's home record. See if you're right. Now, one, two, three. Yes, they are. They are perfect at home so far. Yeah, three for you, sir. Fighting <laughs> Rocco Becks.
0: Oh, Rocco Becks, baby! Let's go, go, Bulls,
1: beat Chapel. I'm real. I'm real high on them. Don't get me wrong. I just, I just don't think they beat Texas or Kansas State for that matter. I think actually, you might be surprised. Uh, it's not Texas versus Oklahoma. It's it's a repeat. It's a repeat of this week. Kansas State at Texas this week, it's gonna be the same thing. It's gonna be a rematch. These two teams, we're gonna we're gonna get a real good first taste. Nobody's been following Kansas State except for this guy. Yep. And and I, I have seen that Will Howard got a little too big for his britches. He wasn't throwing great. So they benched him. And Chris Kleiman, the coach who just signed the big extension,
0: uh, put in the backup, Avery Johnson. And he's been playing pretty good. Avery Johnson looks great. He looks so good. I mean, first off, that's a massive, massive recruiting get for the Little Apple. Um, okay. I mean, that's worth a shout. I mean, I i I think Texas has too much. I know it's just dunking on the quarterback. I think UT has too much. I think they win this weekend. And then I think KU uh, beats K-State in Lawrence, Kansas later on in the year.
1: That's totally fair. I mean, Kansas is a very good football team. I think Kansas State might be better. Okay, but, but I will I will leave you with this. Here's here's my bull case, my uh, hypothesis. Uh, everybody in the Big Twelve will have two losses or worse. Yep. Texas, Texas will be the best team because they they will have had the best win against Alabama, and Kansas State will be the second best team because they will have had the best win against Kansas. Uh, uh sorry, against Texas. And Kansas State's record will be better than Oklahoma's record, strength of
0: schedule-wise, at the end of the year. Do you think that Oklahoma is going to lose? I mean, first off, what do you think for Bedlam? Do you think Oklahoma survives in Stillwater?
1: I think it's going to be a close one. I, I, my, my gut tells me Oklahoma is going to eke it out. But I really, really want the Cowpokes to do it. They've been playing really well recently.
0: So then, so then the question I have to ask is, after that, where do you see Oklahoma falling? Because I see them falling in Provo, second to last game of the year against BYU. Um, they then that sandwich between hosting West Virginia and TCU, which OU's got in the bag. Do you agree that, that BYU can upend the Sooners?
1: That is a bold claim. Uh, I'll give it maybe 25%.
0: How's that sound? Oh, you know what? I'll take it, man. I'll take it. I'll take what I can get here, okay? We're in agreement about something. <laughs> Love to see it. You know what else we're in agreement about? What? About how fucking bad the Big Ten is. Oh, the my worst, God, yes. The worst conference in, in sports. Um, and on that note, why don't you uh, give us our consensus Big Ten game of the week and then give us your Big Ten championship game pick.
1: Oh, Yes, I will I will get right to that. Well, the consensus game of the pick didn't take us very long, everybody, as there's only really two games worth watching, as there is every single year around this time of year. It's whoever Michigan is playing and whoever Ohio State is playing. Yeah. And unfortunately, uh, we're going to – actually, fortunately, this is actually a pretty good game. You'd be yeah. surprised. It's, yeah. it's Ohio State at Rutgers in uh, Piscataway. Rutgers has been playing pretty good. They only have a couple losses, and Ohio State is—I mean, they have tremendous receiving. Marvin Harrison Jr. is in the line for the Heisman for some reason. I don't think he has stellar numbers personally. No, but it's he, a name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. It's name recognition. He's been he's been winning them the games. Uh, Kyle McCord, I think, is kind of figuring it out, and like he 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 has a figured it out moment in, in every game. And it's it's really great to see because he's got the help and he's winning the games and they play physical football for what it's worth, but they're a little spoiled and I think they're gettable.
0: Yeah, Brandon, being our resident uh, Rutgers Scarlet Knight, what do you think about the game? This game is in Piscataway, mind you.
2: Yeah, so Rutgers has had ample time to plan for this. Um, not that they were, you know, taking pictures of Ohio State's sideline or anything last week because who who would do such a thing um but you know Rutgers coming off of the bye home crowd should be pretty pumped up we got Gavin Wimsat hitting his stride Kyle manangai is looking like an all-conference running back I think Rutgers has a chance to if not pull the upset at least make it a close game this one's also a weird one. It's the noon CBS game. So maybe Ohio State will be a little hungover and Rutgers will be a little pumped up. That's what I'm hoping for.
0: I, I, think, I think you're absolutely right about that. Uh, we were also thinking about <laughs> Penn State at Maryland as a possible pick here. Um, Maryland, obviously, they've lost three straight. That's one of those teams that was the opposite of what we talked earlier. Maryland started off hot, then kind of fell down. I think Maryland is a much better team uh, at home and on the road, please disregard that home loss against Illinois. That does not count um, because I say so. Uh, so I think that's an interesting one as well. That will be 3.30 on Fox. Uh, that being said, uh, Ian, lead us off here for your Big Ten uh, pick, please, in the conference championship. Oh, God, do we have
1: a good one for you, ladies and gentlemen. Jesus Christ. <laughs> the, the Big Ten championship is going to be the, the exciting – Minnesota football, believe it or not, row the boat all the way to the championship game against the winner of the game, of course, as it is every year, it's going to be Michigan again for the third year in a row. Yay. If they're not the better team on the field, they'll steal the signs. And it'll be (laughs) a great 10 to 7 thriller in the snow, probably. And I can't wait to watch it. It's probably going to be a great game, and I probably will watch it. But They will go and wipe the floor with a great Minnesota team, unfortunately. A great Minnesota team. Oh, I'm sick.
0: (laughs) Brandon, where are you you in the Big Ten?
2: Oh, for the conference that ruined college football, and that is by far the most conference in the country. I am going with Penn State. I think Drew Aller leads them uh, to an undefeated remainder of the season. Yes, I know they have a loss. Um, and Ohio State, after they lose to Rutgers, will you know be behind Penn State, I believe, in the standings. And they'll play for the powerhouse from the West, uh, Wisconsin, who, as they modernize their offense and leave an offense that has worked for them for pretty much forever and moved into a more terrible air raid or whatever the fuck they want to call it, <laughs> um, yeah, that'll be the matchup. I'm sure everyone will watch this terrible, boring football game as well.
0: That game's going to be awful. Uh, Drew Allers, I'm just not impressed. I mean, two straight games where he did not look great. Um, I, I, I don't know. So if, if if Ohio State loses, by the way, they, they would actually be tied with Penn State. They'd both have one loss, but uh, Ohio State would have the tiebreaker. So therefore, you also think that Michigan will lose to Penn State and uh b- 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 and Ohio State later in the year then, right? Yes, yeah. yeah, but
2: um part of my hypothesis also has to do with Michigan being um ineligible because of their extreme sign stealing. So oh,
0: the extreme crime against humanity, that's right. Um yes. well I'm I'm gonna go with Ohio State and Minnesota. I mean Minnesota had that fraudulent win against Iowa. We talked about it earlier. Um, I don't think Minnesota is that good. Uh, I, I, again, I know we try to be positive, but it's just <laughs> this division sucks so much. Dude.
1: It's, it's very, very mid.
0: Dude, how does Nebraska only have like two losses in conference? That's how bad this division is. I and know. I, know I've given, I gave Nebraska a little bit of a prop earlier. Uh, you know, I'm gassing them up because they do look better now than what they were at the beginning of the year. But they looked bad at the beginning of the year. And the fact that they look better so doesn't mean that they're, like, top half of 134 FBS teams in my book because they're not. So, um, yeah, I think Minnesota, just because of that big, big win against Iowa, um, that, you know, it's in their hands. So, yeah, that's going to be the, the kill me now um, conference championship game. I'm not watching that. I'm boycotting that. I'm sorry. I don't care. Ohio State, Minnesota, whatever. Congratulations. You have ruined the world. All right, we're going to head over to Conference USA uh, slash Independence, and we're going to change the rules here, guys. Y'all remember that uh, we, we classify which conference uh, ba- based upon who the home team is. We're going to go a Conference USA team on the road against a different conference this week just because the matchup is so good and because the rest of the Conference USA and Independence um, games are so bad. So that being said, uh, Brandon, can you let us know who our consensus CUSA game is? Cockbow.
2: We're going with the cockbow. 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 cockbow.
0: Jacksonville State uh, going to Columbia, South Carolina to play uh, a little cock on cock, cock fight around here. We got That's a cockbow. Right. Honestly, by the way, this line is 15 and a half, um, favoring South Carolina. I'm betting my entire life on this. If I'm not on the pod next week, it's because I'm running from some Japanese like slum lord that I made the bet with because this is just gonna be oh my god. Dude, Jacksonville State money line, I'm telling you, it's gonna happen.
2: Yeah, I uh, I, I I do think Rich Rod is gonna have his boys up for this one. d I, I they're gonna bring it. They're gonna bowl. this is their Super Bowl. They so can't those are for the conference championship and they can't go to a bowl because the mm-hmm. NCAA has his head in its ass. So Dude. this is their super bowl.
0: Mm -hmm. they can't get postseason play you're absolutely right uh the question is is this also a um and i hate talking like having this conversation but i think it needs to be had is this like a chance for rich rod to show other programs that like hey hey i still got it baby the phone the phone is on call me beat me if you want to reach me michigan state Ooh, that would be good yeah that'd be good that would be very interesting Um, I just want to give a shout-out before we go into our Conference USA championship picks. I want to give a shout-out to Kennesaw State at Sam Houston State. Uh, For those that don't know, there's actually only 133 FBS teams currently in college football. Next year, it will be 134 when the Kennesaw State Owls join Conference USA. Uh, So this game right here is a preview of a Conference USA matchup, KSU against Sam Houston State, who... God, oh, it hurts. It hurts so much. Sam Houston State, I think, is, is the last winless team in a nation.
1: Yep, Nevada won, so it's just that.
0: Nevada, Akron, Um, oh, my God, Kent State, it breaks my heart, man. Uh, yeah, that's right, UConn. UConn has a win now, so it's, it's brutal. Sam Houston State was, was dominating UTEP last week. Uh, there was a fan dressed in an inflatable penis, cock and balls and everything. He was escorted out of the game, and then UTEP um, just just blew the Bearcats out of the water after that. Like I, I kid you not, Sam Houston did not find the end zone after that, and UTEP just ran it up. And we said last week we're going to celebrate the Sam Houston State victory, their first as a member of the FBS, and we're gonna have we're gonna have to wait. It will will, will probably be this week against Kennesaw State, who is struggling in the FCS, uh, just with two wins. So, just wanted to say that. That said, Conference USA Conference Championship game picks. Brandon, where are you at here?
2: I got Liberty since they're undefeated, and they're probably going to finish undefeated. And who do they get to slaughter? Um, Unfortunately, Big Red will be his sacrifice. I think Austin Reed, um, the West Florida Argonaut, gets Western Kentucky going, and they finish out the season, the rest of the season, undefeated on a really hot note, but unfortunately lose to Liberty in the championship game.
0: Interesting. Western Kentucky did play Liberty recently. Uh, the Flames had their way with Big Red and the Hilltoppers. There are some question marks about that Western Kentucky offense, one that we're, we're used to just lighting up the scoreboard and throwing it around the field for fun. I don't think it's Austin Reed's fault. We saw him play really well last year, so we'll see, uh, we'll see what happens. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to agree with you. It's definitely Liberty, but I have to go to uh, Las Cruces, New Mexico. We talked about Jerry Kill and what he's doing with the Aggies program at New Mexico State. And it, it's it's so much fun to watch. And, and if it wasn't for Liberty, I think the, the Aggies would, are, are the best team. I think they're better than Jacksonville State. Um, and I, again, that's no disrespect to what Rich Rod is doing uh, over there in Alabama. Um, I, I just love their style of play. Diego Piss and Pavia, baby, I think is a great quarterback. So uh, that's my pick for Conference USA Championship Games.
3: Ian, where are you at here?
1: I got to agree with you, Jack. It's, it's, it's Liberty. They're undefeated. They're the, the easy favorite. They were coming in. They are now. Uh, versus New Mexico State. They have, they have a couple out-of-conference losses, and they have the loss to Liberty, but they found their way. They're winning games. They're looking forward to their game in two weeks against Western Kentucky. We will see who wins that game. Brand. If, if, if Big Red wins that game, and big red is the sacrifice. I'm right there with you. Yes, sir. But until then, it's uh, the Fighting Aggies of New Mexico State.
0: Yeah, love it. All hail Big Red, though. All hail best mascot in sports, no doubt. Oh yeah. Uh, to the Mac. To the Mac. This is interesting. There are only four games this week in the Mac. NIU at Central Michigan, Buffalo at Toledo. Obviously, Toledo, you know, massive target on their back. Have have. Allowed teams to hang around with them. Buffalo, much improved throughout the year. We'll see. Ball State at Bowling Green. But then, yes. Yes, yes, yes. The game that us three sickos live for. Kent State is going to Akron, Ohio to play the zip. Golden Flashes against the zip. So does not get better in this. Set your alarm clocks, everybody. 7.30 ESPNU Wednesday, November 1st. There's no better way to start November than a combined record of 2-14 and teams. And
2: out of 133 FBS teams, ESPN's Football Power Index has Akron and Kent State as 131 and 132, respectively.
0: (laughs) And who's the uh, worst team in the nation?
2: The Temple Owls.
0: Yeah, they're bad. Oh they're bad. And where's where's F? I'm just curious. Where's FIU and all of that? Number one hundred and thirty. They are the fourth worst team. Oh, speak dirty to me. I love that. Um, this this we, we can't we can't wait for it. Both teams, I think, have actually shown flashes throughout the year. Akron probably should have beaten Buffalo at home. They lost in a heartbreaking fashion. Um, I'm I'm seriously watching this game because I think it will be entertaining. I think this will be a great game, and I think it's a great showcase for both of these programs and these universities that have a lot of pride. Um, So I really hope a lot of people tune in. Um, That said, that said, unfortunately, I don't see either of those teams (laughs) representing uh, their division (laughs) in the uh, MAC championship game in Detroit. Instead, I'm going to go, I'm going to go a bit out there. Okay. Miami of Ohio had a huge, huge win over the Ohio Bobcats. Um, the other day. That pretty much eliminates the Ohio Bobcats from uh, contention. Therefore, I think they're going to win their East Division, but I have a little sneaky, sneaky team winning the West. That's right. I'm not going with the Toledo Rockets. I think the fact that they let all of these teams hang with them is eventually going to bite them in the butt. So That being said, I'm going with a team that started One and four on the year. Mind you, their one win was at Boston College. Um, One and four on the year and going with the NIU Huskies. They have a great pathway forward. They play at Central Michigan. Um, They host Ball State, host Western Michigan. Then they go uh, to Dix Stadium. Yeah, D-I-X Stadium. Thank you. Come on, get your mind out of the gutter. Uh, To play the golden Golden Flashes of Kent State. Yes, Toledo already beat niu so therefore toledo needs to lose twice but again i think they're just letting teams hang with them that have no right to hang with them so i I think they're going to drop a couple games absolutely do you all agree with me or am i am i crazy here i hate to say i think you're a little crazy
1: because we on this pod have have been high on niu the last several weeks like you said
0: but i'm just just buying into what y'all have been selling to me. And now you're, you're going to disagree. I'm finally bought in and this is what's happening. You cannot be serious. Hey
1: man, I'm not, I'm not here to disagree. I'm only here to say the CFP rankings come out tomorrow. So it's, it's, it's getting to be time to separate the wheat from the chaff. Yeah, that's true. yeah, I just don't see Toledo losing two games of their next four. Uh, I agree with you about Miami of Ohio. We've been very high on Miami of Ohio. In this pod and deservedly so they have earned their spot and they will be in the championship game but i think it's going to be toledo
0: that's just me fair i mean i i think toledo is going to lose um i think they are going to lose against buffalo because i think buffalo is much improved and they're going to lose at michigan to end the year brandon uh come on please join me here are you with me unfortunately uh, even though Fan and I had been on the NIU
2: bandwagon we are um, I'm on his train now Miami and Toledo are the class of the conference I also do not think Buffalo will be beating any of these teams going forward Um, fuck Dan Licata he hurt my feelings in 2015 we can move on now that was their quarterback when we played them
1: oh that's very interesting
2: (laughs) Wait, which which year
0: when we lost to them? Which which time? When it was one hundred fifty thousand degrees out and it hurt us and not them. Yeah, that was embarrassing. Uh, cool. Let's hope Mountain West. Uh, Ian, can you talk about our consensus pick for the game of the week, please?
1: Oh, absolutely, I can do that. We at this pod are no strangers to the wonderment that is triple option football and the wonderment that is old style. Football, the kind of which they only really play at a couple places, including and especially the Service Academies. And we've been following one America's team, the United States Air Force, in their quest for an undefeated season. And a possible, probable, even, New Year's Six Bowl bid. So we're gonna go back to the proverbial well. This one is for the Commander in Chiefs Cup. Air Force has already played the Navy and they beat the Navy. Today, this week. Air Force plays the Army. Army goes to Colorado. We're not expecting a great game per se, but we are expecting Zach Larrier to have a show. And frankly, they need it. They need it. Uh, Mountain West is a very good conference. They obviously have the inside track, the best record. But you got to score points. Like, tell the committee why you deserve
3: the New Year's Six spot. We know you could do it.
1: And I have to uh, admit, uh, Bran, you're sitting in silence because I know that you agree. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the the segue right into our conference championship game favorites for the Mountain West. I mean, we we debated for a little while over one of these. The other one was pretty much locked down. It was Air Force all the way. I mean, we don't think they lose another game. We hope. I'm optimistic. I'll say it right now. I hope and hopefully don't think that they lose another game. See, I'm hedging. But my other favorite would have to be Fresno. I mean, they've uh, taken some lumps. Who hasn't besides the Air Force? But they're they're the best-looking team. We've always been keen on Fresno this whole year. And it's not going to stop. They'll take it right through, right through to the end. What do you think, Brent?
2: Yeah, we're definitely keen on Fresno. I think the one game that we have circled on their schedule is this Saturday's game. I know it's not our game of the week, but they're playing a pretty hot Boise State who is now 4-4. Four and four, um, and they So they could knock them off, but we still expect it to be Air Force Fresno State in, in the conference championship. I agree.
0: Uh, real quick, Ian. You might be hedging on Air Force. I'm edging on Air Force. I am all about it. The Falcons to the college football playoff. You can either join the United States Air Force or you can get bombed. Don't care. I'm all about it. It's happening. Um, I like. I like how we just keep saying we're keen on Fresno. We're just (laughs) yeah, definitely keen on. Yeah, we're very we're very uh, Mikey keen on Fresno for sure. Fresno State quarterback Mikey Keen. If you're not you know, down with the cold, I guess. Uh, but I agree, Air Force and Fresno. I really wanted Wyoming to be there. Wyoming is a team we've, we've all just had so much fun watching. We think that Wyoming should have beat Texas. Another reason why I think Texas won't be in a Big 12 championship game. like Fraudulent. I digress. Um, but Wyoming really, really disappointed us. And Boise, oh, just heartbreaking. And and Boise now has a has the chance to possibly play in the uh, Mountain West Championship game, but um, I think you're right. I think it's all about Zach Larrier against uh, Mikey, great quarterback matchup. Let's keep it West Coast, West Coast, Best Coast. uh, Pac-12. Brandon, can you get us going here? Yes, sir. I sure can. All right,
2: we're sticking out in the West Coast. We're going Pac-12. Our game of the week is Washington at USC. Ranked on the a quarterback play. I think Jack he expects 1,000 points to be scored. That is the over-under. So we're going Washington-USC. Um, my conference championship is, again, honestly, it's just going to be chalk. The two best teams so far to date, Washington and Oregon, calling for rematch. They both look Fantastic! Um, so I'm I'm really looking forward to that if they can play each other again and on conference championship weekend.
0: Yeah, man. Um, first off, Washington USC. I think that's definitely the game. I want to give a shout out to UCLA going to Tucson to play Arizona. I think that's going to be a great game. Um, and you know what? I, I, I have to agree with you. It's going to be Washington Oregon in the uh, the Pac-12, aka Pac-2. Championship game and it's going to be, I think, the best championship game out of all the conferences. Uh, that said, if it's not going to be Oregon, Oregon kind of has a tough, tough road ahead with Oregon State and so on and so forth. I, I think Arizona again. Ian talked about it earlier. I talked about it earlier. I'm buying in. I, I think that they can make some serious noise. And I, again, I, I think that's going to begin this weekend with an upset over UCLA. Uh and, and then I think Arizona has a pretty easy pathway forward after that. So uh I mean at Colorado, home against Utah. Again, if that game was at Salt Lake City, maybe a different story, but it's in Tucson Tucson, so I like the the Wildcats chances. And then they go to um Tempe to play their rivals in Arizona State. So um Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure we're all just going to go Washington-Oregon because, Ian, I know you've been so high on Washington-Oregon. At one point, you even said that they're your number one and number two team, respectively, in the nation. Uh, Do you still think that way? you still think it's going to be Washington-Oregon?
1: I do still think it's going to be Washington-Oregon. I'm right there with you guys. I thought it was going to be Washington the whole way. I will admit, they have not really wowed me as much as I thought they would this season yep. by now. I thought, I thought, honestly, that they would be scoring 50 a game, just dropping bombs. And it's more like 35 a game, which is respectable. But I, I, I think there's another gear that they might be able to click on. And Oregon has really wowed me. Washington yep. has won the head-to-head. But Oregon is looking like a playoff team. And uh, I don't see how they lose another game. I know I've been saying that a lot this pod. But... <laughs> Oh, it's all yeah. good. If you believe it, stick with it, brother.
0: I do. I do believe it. I mean, they obviously put on a show. I'm talking about how Salt Lake City, you know, if if, if Arizona played Utah at SLC, maybe, you know, Utah wins. Oregon just dominated, fucking dominated the Utes at yeah, Rice. Or- yeah. I mean, so it crazy, crazy, crazy. Uh, by the way, we said West Coast, Best Coast. Uh, Boise State plays at Fresno, 10 o'clock CBS Sports Network in the Mountain West. And then the, the game I kind of talked about a little bit earlier in the Pac-12, UCLA at Arizona, ten thirty, 30 Fox Sports 1. We just love West Coast games after dark um, on this pod. So we're getting, we're getting a special treat here, boys. Let's, uh, let's send it back down to the East and down to the South, uh, the Southeastern Conference. A couple great games here, right? I mean, so so I, I think two games are really going to decide what happens in in each division. In the West, you have LSU going to Tuscaloosa to play the Crimson Tide. Um, if LSU wins that game, then the West is suddenly wide open again. Um, Bama beat Ole Miss, Ole Miss beat LSU, and then LSU would have beaten Bama. So you, you suddenly have a three-way tie. That's going to be great. Um You also have Missouri and UGA. Now, this one's interesting because, obviously, UGA, uh, undefeated, number one team in the nation, at least with with the AP poll. Missouri has a loss already in conference, and uh, that is to LSU. That said, if Missouri upsets UGA, uh, suddenly both teams have one loss, and Missouri would have the tiebreaker over the Bulldogs. So, I mean – Missouri can still make something happen, so I think that's going to be a great one to, to watch. And that being said, I think it does happen. I'm, I'm going to talk about my pick. You know, who we're going to see in Atlanta in the SEC Championship game, I think it's going to be Missouri. On, on Laugh at me all you want. I know they have a tough schedule ahead. They have Tennessee soon after. I don't care. I think they're peaking at the right time. That offense is clicking. I, I think UGA without Bowers, they're going to have some issues there, and I know they – dispatched uf with ease without bowers but that's uf i mean uf beat charlotte worse than what fau beat charlotte and fau did it on the road so fau greater than uf obviously um i think it's missouri and then i think i think old miss ends up winning the west i do i i, I again I, I i feel like we've been talking about this all season long about how fraudulent alabama is and I think that's just because we're super excited to see them with some flaws. A Nick Saban team that has issues. I think it's it's really going to catch up with the Crimson Tide. I'm buying in. I think LSU uh, beats Bama. Uh, I then think Bama loses to Auburn. I, I know. Crazy to think about. And then uh, with that, Ole Miss's victory over LSU is what kind of gives Ole Miss uh, the pathway forward. Furthermore, I think Old Miss... Is going to beat UGA later on in the year. That's going to be such a good game. Um, am I crazy? Are y'all are y'all with me? Missouri, Ole Miss. I feel like I'm going to be alone here. Who am I kidding?
1: I yeah. so wish I was with you, Jack. Oh man, I'm so so happy for you that you have Mizu winning this game. <laughs> unfortunately, I am I am unfortunately because because I love Mizzou and Drinkwitz being a former App State coach. I love that. And Luther Burden has been amazing. Brady Cook has been more than serviceable. But if you want to be the best, you got to beat the best. And I cannot bet against the dogs until I see real weakness. I have seen a human team that is getting better. And Missouri might be a better team, but they have more losses. So it's going to be a great game. I, I agree with you. It's going to be a great game. I also think LSU does beat Bama. Because I don't think Murder Ball is going as well as anybody thought it was going to go. And a loss is going to find them. And the LSU team is pretty good. Jaden Daniels is very good. The offense yeah. is very good. I don't think Bama has the offense to keep up with their offense. You're going to see very little defense in that game.
0: That's good. Yeah, that's good. Um, okay, that would be great. So, I mean, a team that does have a lot of offense, Lane Kiffin and the Rebels, right? Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting pick. Uh, Brandon, are you with us here? Not really, <laughs> not
2: really. I do have, I do have UGA. I, I think they, I do think they lose a game either to Missouri or Ole Miss. I'm not sure, but I think UGA loses a game. They make it to the championship and they play LSU. Um, you know, mm-hmm. just so Brian Kelly can 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 represent and and put on for his family. So
0: it sounds like then that that if you think UGA wins the East, that. You well, I'm confused. So UGA beats Missouri, right? But then Ole Miss beats Georgia. I mean, you said that they're probably going to drop one game, but then Ellis, then Ole Miss drops one more later on in the year. Maybe the Apple, for example. Maybe, maybe okay. Mississippi State's
2: been turning it on as of late. I think they lost like seven to three in their last game. Very not Mississippi Statey, but
0: oh man, yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's tough times in Stark Vegas, that's for sure. All right, let's head over to the Superior Conference in the Southeastern United States, and that's the Sun Belt. Uh, Ian, can you talk about our consensus pick of the week, please?
1: Them's fighting words, buddy, first of all, even though we all agree with you.
0: Uh, <laughs> Is Paul Feinbaum going to call me up? Because I wish that motherfucker would, dude. Yeah, he might.
1: <laughs> that guy has nothing but time. Yeah, that's right.
0: <laughs> Paul! Paul, I'll talk about Nick Saban here, Paul.
1: Well, there were a couple good ones in the Sun Belt, but one one really stood out. And we're looking at the East because we think Troy is kind of locked up the West, and I'll get into that. But uh, James Madison is a, the clear favorite in the East. But like we've said a couple times before, they're not allowed to go to a postseason, and they're not allowed to go to their conference championship.
3: Bullshit. So,
1: yeah, it's total, total bullshit. But we're looking for a number two to be a number one. And we think it might be Georgia State. We were pretty high on them a couple weeks ago, and then they lost one, and they're they were kind of hanging in the middle of the pack for a while. But it's still anyone's conference, so they play James Madison. And like I said before, if you want to be the best, you got to beat the best. This is the time to prove yourself.
0: Or, or if you want to be the second best, you should beat the best, and because that will be good enough in the East this year, and. uh uh, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, you know, obviously, it's just the consensus pick. There's a couple other games in the Sun Belt that are good, but uh, Georgia State has a great opportunity to um, make up some ground in the East, for sure, after their big loss to uh, Georgia Southern. Uh, last weekend, the modern-day hate bowl game, I mean, 44-27. It was Southern all the way. So uh, that being said, then, what? what is your uh, – I mean, you said Troy locked up the West. Do you think if Georgia State wins this game against the, uh, the Monarchs of James Madison, do you think it's going to be a Troy against State in the championship game?
1: I do. I do. Those are, those are my picks as of right now, and I am calling for Georgia State to win the game for that to happen. But if they lose and they pick up their second loss, then because Georgia Southern beat them, uh, I got to go with Georgia Southern. They have a manageable schedule the rest of the way, same as Georgia State does. And they, they have won the head-to-head.
0: Okay, so that's interesting. So uh, I agree. I think Georgia State right now, I mean, again, James Madison, it doesn't matter if they finish undefeated. They're not going to be in the Sun Belt Championship game because uh, the Sun Belt Conference USA, NCAA, they're all cowards. They're all money-hungry douchebags. So Georgia, Georgia Southern only has one loss, Georgia State has two losses, Colesol and Old Dominion have to have two losses. App State only has two losses, mind you. Marshall is now in last place in the East. Ah! We win. We win again. <laughs> oh, I love it. They've lost like like four straight. It's oh I love it. Uh is better. They won they won three straight, by the way. So uh good for them. That said. Uh yeah, I think it's going to be Georgia State in the east. And that's because I I disagree. I think George You said Georgia Southern has a pretty easy pathway. I disagree with that. Uh they're playing at Texas State at Marshall and despite how bad Marshall is, uh you know, going to Huntington is still not an easy place to play. I mean, there's probably going to be more points than teeth in that crowd, so that can be quite distracting. Um Old Dominion looks <laughs> <good>. <laughs> Thank you guys. Uh, the, the Old Dominion game against Georgia Southern that is in Statesboro, massive, and massive advantage for the Eagles. But then they have a rivalry game at Boone against App State. You know, I was actually looking at tickets for that game. Tamara and I were, were kind of thinking about going to that game with some friends. Cheapest ticket right now is like two hundred bucks. They're club seats. App State has some great support. Boone is is always a tough place to go to go and play. So I think Georgia Southern has at, at two losses at least, remaining from those four games. Really tough stretch. So that's why I, I think Georgia State, they, they got it in the bag. Really? So, uh, and then, yeah, then Troy. <laughs> Troy, Troy in the West. Um, I, you know, I feel bad for Texas State because I wanted to believe in Texas State in the West, but uh, they've already lost to Troy and to uh, Louisiana, the Asian Cajuns, uh, not too long ago. What That was the other team there in the West. So, yeah, heartbreaking. So Trojans, Panthers. Brandon, where are you going here?
2: I got Georgia Southern. Um, yeah, you know, I, I, I think Georgia Southern takes the East. I think Davis Brin finishes the season strong. I think their biggest competition um, is unfortunately not eligible, but we're not going to rehash that. I still can't believe you know, James Madison won't be able to compete in the conference championship. I have them playing Louisiana, a bit of a dark horse. Um, I think they can win out, though. Louisiana, their toughest game remaining is against Troy, so that's their competition. And I think they take that one. Yeah,
0: yeah that's totally fair. Um, where is that game too? But uh, shit, I should. It's been in Troy.
2: To-
3: so Louisiana's cut
0: gonna- out for them. But I mean, that's. I mean, that's going to be a great game, though. That you're absolutely right. Uh it, the, the occasions can definitely do it, but I think I think the fact of the matter is is that the Sunbelt East is is simply just better than Sunbelt West, right? Am I, am I wrong in saying that? I mean the West has Southern Miss, for fuck's sake.
1: You are not wrong in saying that. I think I think every every conference in the FBS that has divisions,
0: that is true. The East is better than than the West. Ooh. Let me see. East or Big Ten obviously sec uh i don't know nah. i don't know the east the east has vanderbilt and the worst team in the west is what mississippi state arkansas Arkansas. and and, and arkansas look good at times they have they, so they
3: did they did
0: we'll see all right anyways let's go make some money boys uh brandon can you uh close us out please with your wager of the week
2: I have the easiest pick of the week. I have a really, really hot team over a team that started stronger than we thought, but has really teetered off lately. Memphis is only favored by 13 or 14 points, depending on the book that you're looking at, um, over USF. USF barely beat a terrible UConn and lost by at least 20 points in its um, preceding two games. I think they lost 56 to 14. In the game before UConn, I, I don't think they have a chance here. I love Byron Brown. I think he, he's a baller, but this ain't it. Memphis is going to crush the cows.
0: Yeah, the USF's defense looks like Swiss cheese right now. Any team with a semi-existent offense will be able to put up points, as we saw with FAU. And, and Again, what was that scoreline? 56-14.
2: FAU beat um, USF. Yeah.
0: Yeah, 56-14 if you haven't heard it was 56-14. 56-14. 14 uh, the, the, Yeah. There there you go. The, the, the week before that they also gave up 56 to USF. So Yeah, 56-36. <laughs> Not as sexy yeah, as 56 yeah. if you ask me. Um yeah, I I think that's easy money. The game will be at the Liberty Bowl in Memphis as well. I think that's massive. Uh 13 points. It should be more than that because, I mean, again, I think Memphis is going to be in the uh, AAC championship game. Uh, I'm going to stick it in the American Conference. Uh, although I did mention, by the way, I think in a, a great underdog play, a double-digit dog, and um, a money line play in, in Jacksonville State going to Columbia to, to play South Carolina. Um, and we talked about this before we were recording. Brandon had a great question about this line movement. FAU opened as uh, what was it two and a half dogs against yep. against uh, UAB Blazers. That game will be in Birmingham, Alabama. Uh, FAU is now favored. The Owls are now favored by one and a half. Uh, that line dropped three points the other way in twenty-four hours. Uh, yeah, I don't yep. know if I've ever
2: seen a line move that fast in in you know totally swing into the other team winning with. The original team being favored as the home team—that that was really strange.
0: That's that's the biggest thing I think. If we see that, which is still rare, you know, uh, we see that happening for the home team. I feel like, but yeah, um, no, yeah, I, I'm I'm putting money on FAU. I think FAU comes away with a four to six point win here. So uh, obviously, you would have made a lot more money if you got it within the first twelve hours of the line being open. But uh, nonetheless, I think there's still money to be made here, both in Birmingham, Alabama, and Columbia, South Carolina. Uh, Ian, where are you going uh, for your wager of the week? Where are you are putting your money, partner?
1: Well, I'm keeping it with a pick that I already had. The uh, Georgia State versus James Madison game for control of the Sunbelt East. We think, or I think, the wrong team is favored. Oh, boy. It's James Madison favored by five and a half right now. And this is Georgia State's time, like I said. If you're gonna step up, step up, claim what's yours. You can you can cover that. They can they can lose by three or they can tie or they or they can even win the game.
0: <laughs> uh yeah, I mean I We talked about it earlier. I think the Panthers have a chance here. I wouldn't go as far to say wrong team favored. Although granted, if the Panthers beat Georgia Southern last weekend, then maybe they might have been favored here slightly. Uh, James Madison, they finally have some holes in their team. Only beating Old Dominion in, in a just a fucking phenomenal game in the uh Sun Belt East last week. Only beating the monarchs um by three points. Oh my god, I just realized I called James Madison the monarchs earlier. They're the Dukes. Yeah. Oh okay. the the Martian Dukes. This is y'all, this is my last this is my last podcast. I I <laughs> I, I don't have the right to become a a football fan of all 134 uh, football teams. So uh, I- I'm going to be signing off for the last time. Ian and Brandon, best of luck continuing the show. Uh, moving forward, I-, I deserve nothing. And may God have mercy on my soul. Please forgive The viewers are going to be
2: wondering if you're coming back. To our, to, our, to our people listening live in the comments, let us know what
0: you think. <laughs> uh, yeah, let us know if it's going to happen or not. Honestly, it might, because I-, I feel absolutely awful. Um, that being said, I'm, I'm going to go to bed and cry myself to sleep. So, uh, on behalf of myself, Jack, Ian, Brandon, I want to thank you all, uh, again for listening to us three sicko degenerate idiots talking about college football. Uh, obviously we, we didn't talk about the, uh, you know, the ball state Cardinals today or, uh, UNLV rebels who, who were so close from that a big, big win at Fresno last week, by the way. And I was so proud to see, uh, what you and OB did um, Hawaii. So on and so forth. We apologize about that, but that's because we really wanted, we really wanted to sack up here and, and put our conference championship picks out there that way. When I am right, you will all know why I am dunking on Ian and Brandon on Twitter. <laughs> no comment bold. here, boy. nothing. <laughs> no, well, words. Bold bold words, words. considering you haven't been right so far. Oh, it was about Northern Illinois. Of course I wasn't right about that. Oh, my God. All right. And with this, uh, we are out. See ya.